welcome back, party people. Uh, last time we spoke, I didn't even know my own name, and I was so sick that I didn't leave my house for two weeks, so I'm just kind of sorry about the last one. Anything, if you guys want to correct me on anything, feel free to email me, and I'll own up to all the mistakes I made. I'm very, very sorry, but Welcome back now. to me. <laughs> well, as healthy as I can be. Um... But yeah, and then Jess got sick because we did a podcast, yep. and that's how people get sick now, I guess. We can transmit just, it through uh, the internet. Through the podcast. And, yeah, and I blame myself, and I'm very sorry, guys. Um, but today we are going to talk about staying organized, especially during like something like a competition prep. That was a, a really fun one for me to think about because of how disorganized I was my first time around and then how like psycho-organized I was my second time around. Um, and then managing stress through kind of like life stuff. And again, competition stress is like a whole different ball of yarn, but we'll also touch on stuff like that. Um, anything, anything to add before we get into the things that I have scribbled down very, um, illegibly. Um, I think this is a great time that we're doing this podcast because you and I are both, uh, very stressed. As we found out today, when <laughs> Andrew, we were yes. messaging each other, we were like, what uh, topic Perfect. do I do today? Let's do stress management. Great, because I'm under a lot of stress. Cool. Me too. We'll just kind of tell everyone what not to do because it just doesn't help the situation. Um, uh, my number one uh, pro tip is uh, don't put off the, the tasks that are small that you can get done in two minutes because the more you put it off, the more time um, it ends up taking. And I've been doing that a lot with just emails. Um, nice. Emails only take about two seconds to do. And then you end up stressing out so much more about the email that you didn't send uh, versus just using the two minutes to send that email. That's my very first pro tip. And I think that's like my only one going into this that I didn't write, write down. Just email. Just send the email. You'll be so much happier after you do it. But so I've been, um, I've been, <laughs> so like originally, like my go-to has always been like the original like planner where you just mm-hmm. write things down. Cause for some reason I kind of remember it more if I'm like writing it down. Yes, exactly. I have this cute little planner. It's all, you know, pink and girly and nice. The cuter, the better, the more motivated you are to use it. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I like carry it around and I write my to-do list for the week or the day or whatever. Um, But then I started getting like annoyed because like I would literally give myself this like list of like 25 things to do for the day. And I get so overwhelmed because, you know, you have a list of all these things. That's a lot. And, you know, whatever. But then it's like some days... I wouldn't get all of my things done on my to-do list. So I'd find myself transferring it over to the next day and having to write it down again. And that was like reminding myself of like how much of a failure I was for not getting my to-do list done that day. So it just made things crazy. So now I know, okay, well, let's back up for a second. I noticed that doing that method for like a whole year, I was like pretty good at getting my tasks done. But then I read this book. It's called Work. Hold on. Working Hard or Hardly Working by Grace Beverly. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Um, mm. But she's like a fitness influencer and she has like her own like apparel line and what have you. And anyway, so I started reading this book and she is like insane with organization. So she said what she does is she has like two separate or like three separate lists and they're like different categories of like 
how important the task is and then like prioritizing yeah so she has like the big tasks the little things like the quick phone calls email responses here and there and so what she does is she'll like have a list of like the prioritize like prioritizing the task and then she'll do time blocking where she blocks off different chunks of the day to do each type of priority of a task but on top of that she also uses her phone and she uses like Google calendars to have everything. Mm-hmm. So she has it in two separate places. So I started doing that, but I'm kind of just like, this is even more overwhelming because now I have two different calendars that I have to manage. It's too anyway, one. I can't. So um, now I'm just still stressed out and life is hard. I wish that I hadn't like reorganized my office just as recently because I've kept every planner that I've had since 2015. I do the because- same thing. I can't throw it out. I always feel like there's going to be something that I need to see later on. And, like, I used to be even more religious about my planner before I started working from home because I was very, very good at – I'm a very forgetful person. That's just something I've always had. Like, it's an issue. I'm a very, very – that's just my life. I don't know if it's a disorder or if it's just, like, a personality type, but – I had a planner that stayed on my desk for the house, and then I had a planner that came with me in my backpack. And I used to work 45 minutes away, and I would get there at 8 and not leave until 8. So if I left something at home, I was, like, screwed for the entire day. And, like, I didn't have anyone at the time to, like, drive stuff out to me. Um, So one of, like, my big things that I did was I got a whiteboard from the dollar store, and I stuck it on our garage door so that when I was leaving, there was, like, something that like literally just hit me in the face every time. And it was like, do you have your wallet? Do you have your keys? Do you have your watch? Do you have your phone? And for me, even being like completely like level-headed, like not dieting, nothing like that. It was, um, it was very helpful because like, even it was like last Friday night, I left my phone here going to work and there was like no way to get. Yeah. And I was just like, like, let Ryan know that I have my phone and like, I'm not, I've passed the point in time where I'm not turning around. I'm already late to work. Like, I'm, right. we're going. And, like, if yeah. someone needs me, they know where to find me. Um, and that's not always, like, the necessarily, like, the best. That, that wasn't a piece of advice, guys. That's a, a tried to, to avoid doing something like that. But um, the list helped me a lot when I was dieting even more than it helped me when I was – I always want to say sober. Um, I don't know if dr- dieting makes you drunk, but it makes you feel like you're drunk a lot. And it makes you forgetful like you're drunk, but – when I was diet sober. Um, The other thing that I did when I know this is a silly thing, but I got a clear plastic tote and I like put all the things that I needed for my work day in the clear plastic tote. And like, so every time I would look at it, I could see exactly what was inside of it. So like I had my notebook, I had my laptop, I had my wallet, I had my keys, I had my phone because I could see all of it. So it was like a constant reminder of like it would sit on my table before we would leave and I could see that all of my things were in it. That's a weird one and maybe it doesn't work for everyone, but like I still have it to this day. I mean, you can't see it, but it's hanging up right there. And now it's our beach bag because I don't have to use it because I don't leave my house anymore really. Right, Um, right. But that was like if you're a forgetful person and like you don't know if you threw your phone in your bag, having a clear tote, like I mean people can see all your stuff all day, but – to me, that was worth it. I could care less that you see that I have like my notebooks and all my stuff in my bag. But um, that was a big one that helped me a lot. And 
Wow. Creating doubles of things, like spending the money on doubles of things and keeping it in my car. I have like this like plastic basket and it has like anything that I would typically forget. Like it had deodorant, it had a lid roller, it had makeup. Um, For a long time, I kept a change of clothes in the car because I would go from working to the gym and back to work. And I don't know, shit happens. I eat my lunch in the car and I spill it all over myself and then I can't really go to work because I'm not presentable. Um, so I would keep clothes in that basket in that car. And then it ended up helping out a lot of other people because other people would forget like work clothes. And I'd be like, oh, you just wear the one, like the extra set of stuff that I have in my car. Then I was doing a good there service for everyone. My uh, losing track of my life helped other people in that sense. But Yeah, I started, um, I started keeping a bag like an overnight bag that has like their yeah. clothes and there's like pajamas in it or like an extra change of like leggings and a shirt or whatever. Um, and then I got doubles of like deodorant, face moisturizer, mm-hmm. like little things that like, if I forgot my original like makeup bag at home, I wasn't like completely SOL because yeah, yep. because I had my little to go bag with it's a go bag. And like, cause you never really know what's going to happen. You know, your day can, like, what if someone invites you to stay over, like, you stay over, and then you don't have any, like, toothbrush or something that's going to grow. Yeah. And I did that a lot yeah. more, I think, when I was single, and, like, when I was, like, out and about and, like, had the opportunity to sleep at other people's houses. No one ever asks me to sleep at their house anymore, so I don't really need a toothbrush out there. But um, extra, so another thing that I do, I feel like this is going to be, like, an all-over-the-place conversation, because, like, probably. I'm, Many different ideas. Um, another thing that I do is, like, I keep different notebooks for different things. So I have, like, this notebook, which is, like, a random scribbly notebook. It's, like, a to-do list notebook. And all nice. these things I got from the same website. It's called. It's on Amazon. It's called ban.do. And there is something, like, deep in my brain that if I spend money and it looks good and I can keep it on my desk, and everything matches, I tend to use it more. Because then I have, so that's like random scribbles. This is like, plan your life out. This is like everything that I have to do for the day. And then I have one more, but it's under my bagel right now. Wow, look at you. And then there's this one that's a clipboard. So if there's like, for when we have um, like apparel orders and stuff, I can take the sale slip and stick it in the like clipboard part. Um, and then yeah. it's also a notebook on the inside, so I can. Well, this is passwords. I don't know if anybody wants my like registry password, but it's right there. Um, but then you can like take this off, and then you stick to the front, and everything kind of like came as a set. So it stays yeah, on my desk because it looks nice, and then I don't put it away, so I don't forget to do the things that are written on it. I don't know. That's like a weird technique that I use for a lot of stuff. Um, okay. If I spend I like the money that. on it, uh, I'll use it. And it's like, I'll link or I'll send the link um, when we do the caption. It's ban.do. They have like, to me, they have the cutest stationary stuff. Yeah. Um, even my AirPods case is by them. Very cute. So like everything kind of like matches together on my desk. And then I like will continue to use it. Because like if I don't care about it very much, it just gets like thrown in a bag. And then I never see it again. And I don't think about it ever again because I didn't really like yeah. it that much anyway. Um, I like that. 
Maybe I'll get a to-do book because I'm like, like I said, it's like I have like my day. It's like a calendar that I use. It's like my, I don't know, it's just like a day. It has the times or whatever by the hour. And then it has like a to-do list next to it. And so to me, I'm like, great. I have like my, I can like block off times throughout the day. I can see that. And then I have my to-do list next to it. But I find myself having to transfer things that I didn't do one day or one week and having to write them in another week. And I don't know, that just overwhelms me for some reason. I was going to say, sometimes so. when you give yourself too many tasks too, what you said happens all the time. Like you're like, oh, well, shit, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit because I didn't do all 10. I only did five of the 10 things. Right. But like sometimes you also don't take into account like I got stuck in traffic and then it made me late to work and then I had to stay later at work. And you like don't play that game of like, justification you just kind of like sit there yeah. and you're like wow like I was should, should have gotten all 15 things done or however many you put on uh your list so prioritizing things on your to-do list is a great idea like color yeah, coding I things mean, color coding that's great I'm like I'm mm-hmm. also the type of person where like I put too much on my to-do list that I know I probably won't have time to do during the day so it's almost do like I'm setting ever? myself up for feeling like a piece of shit because I don't get shit done. But that's where we're at. Do you ever put things on your to-do list that have already been done so that you can check them off? No. I do that all the time. I don't know why, but it feels good. That. Like It'll be like, walk the dogs. And I'll be like, oh, walk the dogs. I did that. I don't know. It's like kind of like makes me feel like I've already done something Like when I first wake up. Because I yeah. usually... So something that I do on... Saturday, so Sunday is my one day off, and, like, of course, like, we always do all of our, like, social things on Sunday, so it's not really a day off, but on yeah. Saturday afternoon after we get home from the gym, I'll write out everything that I need to do on Sunday so that I need to get, like, and, again, I'll usually put, like, 30 things on there and only get to, like, 15 of them, but it'll be, it, like, kind of, like, puts me at peace because I have, like, my one, like, mega productive day, and... Yeah. Even though I don't get through all the things, I get through all, of, like, the important things. Like, yep. all the laundry gets done on Sunday, wash folded, all of our sheets get done on Sundays. We always go grocery shopping at the same time on Sundays. Um, everything gets put away, and that's when we, like, deep clean the kitchen. Um, everything gets done on that day. And, yeah. like, writing it from Saturday to Sunday makes me feel, like, a little bit more relieved on Saturday when I'm not as on top of things because I'm, like, mm-hmm. super busy on Saturday. So, like... If the dishes don't get done, like, it kind of – maybe it's actually, like, a bad habit. I just kind of, like, write it down for Sunday. So, like, I know it's going to get done on Sunday. Like, I, it's going to get done so I don't have to stress out about it because it's it has its designated day to get done, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, we also um, – we have this chart on our fridge that I put a long time ago. It's a – like, a magnet chart, and it's, like, daily tasks that need to get done. And, like, it was kind of like a – a sore subject thing when we first did it because it's kind of like a chore chart at home yeah but because I'm a forgetful person it literally just has like walk the dogs uh feed the dogs clean the countertops off like clear things out uh like pick up the living room and for me like when I'm standing in the kitchen like waiting for my coffee I like look at that and I'm like oh well in this 35 seconds I have I could unload the dishwasher and then you just check it off and it's like one thing done for that hour yeah honestly like at the end of this, I'll take everybody on a tour through the many lists that are around my house because I don't have, like, a functioning brain anymore. We also have a calendar, like a house calendar that, like, keeps all yeah. the dates going. It's That's good. 
we got a lot of stuff going and I feel like, um, I don't know, even working from home, I find myself getting like overwhelmed with the amount of tasks that I have to do. Uh, even though it's half of the amount of tasks that I used to have to do. And then and like a bad negative thing, like a bad headspace thing that I do to myself is like, I shouldn't be so stressed out because I used to be doing more. Yeah. And like, that's not a good way to talk to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you, if you're stressed out, like you, you have the right to be stressed out in the moment that no matter what you're doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, like it kind of it go. I think that kind of goes back to um, having like your perspective on stress and like your per, like how you perceive what stress is for you. Because have you ever like I have like friends that like literally like the sky could be falling and they're just like yeah I'm okay, like they're yeah. just like fine. And I'm just like I'm trying to get to that point in my life where I can just be like okay with like mm-hmm. a bazillion things going on like nothing is organized like I'm trying to just like get my marbles together or whatever but like I I don't know how people do it how they're just so like they make it's almost like they find humor in the stress. Yeah. And then that's that how my dad kinda, is. like alleviates the stress. So I guess that kind of goes back to like how you perceive like your life and the tasks that you have really does make a difference of whether you see like whether your stress levels are skyrocketed all the time and you're living in this like fight or flight mode because you're just constantly like there's so much going on or if it's like you're just like okay well life is happening and that's fine I'm gonna do what I can control and then whatever else is out of my control I'm just be cool with it I'm the type of person where if it's out of my control I'm like whoa it's really I'm gonna find a way me. to make it in my control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't it's worry, guys. Very, I'll make it. I'll stress out about it enough, and then it'll be in my control. It's very challenging for me to do that, um, and I think that's it's like that for a lot of people. But I think like if you are the type of person where you do find yourself like stressed out because things are out of your control, it's going back to the awareness of like I actually have a choice of how this like makes me feel or how I'm how choosing I to see. see yeah, how I'm choosing to see this situation. Um, Ryan taught me a term a long time ago. It is called catastrophizing the situation. So people have a tendency to um, overreact to certain situations. And to me, I think that's a personality type thing. So like you have a bad day at work and then you have a bad day at the gym and now you think your life is over. So you're like catastrophizing a situation. I have a tendency because I do, I love a schedule and I think that's like, um, it's a type A personality thing and it's also like an ADD thing. So like you have very hard time with schedule changes. Um, and you start like you panic about like not knowing what time it is. Also something that goes with, it's called time blindness. So like you really don't have a gauge of how much time you've spent doing something. Okay. So, like, I constantly throughout the day, I'll ask people what time it is. And, like, it's very helpful for me to wear a watch because I can look at it. And I probably look at my watch, like, maybe 100 times more a day than, like, the average person. Yeah. Um, those were just three random thoughts that I had. I don't know even know where I was going with that. But Hey, um, that's all right. C- catastrophizing a situation can be controlled with the way that you look at your stressors, like, depending on what that stressor is and, like, This is not me talking from, like, my true own point of view because I am – 
I don't know if it's the right word, a catastrophizer. I love <laughs> to make things seem worse than they actually are. And then I cry about it. And then an hour later, I'm like, wow, that was a ton of wasted energy. I did not need to do all of that. I could have looked at, I'm getting better at this, um, but I could have looked at it and like kind of made a game plan at a, at like as to how to attack it versus just getting very upset about it and to t- like just deciding that today is over with um all these things went wrong and now I'm just not going to deal with anything um that is something I'm trying to get away from trying to like look at things from a very logical perspective and sometimes you just be having bad days and that doesn't mean that you have a bad life um the so like one way that I cope with stuff like that is like I don't like feeling like I have had a disorganized day and that comes with like um schedule disruptions so like if I woke up late so I had to push all my stuff back I usually have a really really bad day because nothing falls in the right I feel like I'm rushed and I feel like all that stuff so for me like a good coping thing is like I'll sit down at the end of the day and I will write out a list and like set my alarms and make sure everything is done the night before so that I don't have that happen again. Um, and that's something that I could do every night to avoid it. Um, but I don't do that. <laughs> um, and I some days are just like easier to go without planning. And then some days I have like too much stuff to do. So organizing it the night before and setting myself up for success is, um, I don't know. Usually it calms my nerves and I can sleep better. Oh, I can't hear you now. How about now? Oh, yeah. I muted myself so I could go close my blinds so you wouldn't hear my chair. And I just forgot to unmute myself. That's okay. Anyway, But anyway. Um, it sounds like you have a lot of insight. And I feel like that's something that um, quite a few people sometimes struggle with. Is like finding that kind of like self-awareness of what type of... Um, like characteristic they have or what type of like perception they have when it comes to like staying organized and stress and how they handle it. Um, one of the classes that I am taking, it involves like the psychology behind, um, just like our certain behaviors when it comes to stress management, like different day to day, like how we, um, take on the day, I guess would be the best way to put it. a very fun class. I used to love classes oh, yes, like dude, that. It's so much fun. It's so nice because like at the university, it's like you have like your really hard classes where all your professors take everything so seriously. And it's like, my brain is dying. And then I have like this one class where I can go in and she just like, and it's like fun. It's fun. And it's actually shit that I enjoy learning and that I can implement with clients now. So I was like, saying that, that you can take home and like, it's, um, it's more applicable. Like all my psych yeah. classes were like all the classes that like actually got me to a GPA that was not a 2.0 Yeah, because, because I would like, actually understand it and be able to right. like relate things to it. But anyway, sorry, that's a Yeah, tangent. no, but it, it's just like that. But anyways, what I was saying is like, um, I think people don't realize that some of the characteristics that we have, like for me, like that need to control the situation and control my stressors in my life comes from like as a kid growing up in a very crazy, hectic household. And I think like people have these 
um, underlying like characteristics that are just like built from like their childhood and how they like what their upbringing was like that they don't even realize like they stress out about everything because they were always stressed as a kid or for those yeah like your conditioning as a like growing up as a kid really does change how you perceive life now as an adult versus like you see those people that are so like laid back and easygoing I'm just like wow your parents were probably so freaking chill and you just like take life like with the flow of whatever and I'm just like wow I wish but you know what I mean it's just like I think that has a lot to do with it I also think that it might be a negative trait and like not saying this negatively about you but like comparing yourself to another person Uh because like Maybe no matter how much you try, you might not be a go-with-the-flow person. And I think that I've come to the realization over the years of being around go-with-the-flow people, I think that just maybe it is because of my upbringing or maybe it is because of my personality type. That would drive me insane. I don't think I could go a day without knowing exactly what the schedule is like tomorrow. Vacations I plan, everything I plan, that that keeps me from having an anxiety attack. I think that if I were to take a week and try to be a go-with-the-flow person, I would be so stressed out. I would be more stressed yeah. out that way than I ever would be stressing myself out making a schedule. Because once I'm done stressing myself out making a schedule and it works and the schedule is happening and the day is going and everything's happening on time, I'm a very happy person. I am yeah. very moving and grooving. Like, it's 12 yeah. o'clock, I'm eating. It's 1 o'clock, I'm leaving for work. It's one thirty. I'm at work. Like, me, that is what makes me the happiest. So I yeah. think that like seeing it from like just those two types of personalities, like go with the flow and not go with the flow. Like I know the converse of that is what makes other people happy. Like the creating a schedule is so stressful to them. And then the following yeah. the schedule is so stressful for them. Like if we were to reverse places, then we would be screwed, completely screwed. So yeah. I, I don't know if it, helps other people to think of it that way because like I just be this way and like once you realize the way that you be if you (laughs) keep finding new little things um and I think it's because also because I'm older and like I tried to be the go with the flow person I tried to make plans and like I ended or not make plans and then I ended up like broke one yeah because I wasn't like focusing on finances at all and two, just waiting, like, I just, I feel like I wait around and, like, I don't like when other people make plans for me. So, like, I'd be like, hey, okay, so, like, like what are we doing? And instead of just being like, okay, like, we're going to go do this right now. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that makes me a controlling person. Like, uh, then be I, think, it. I guess I'm a controlling person. No, I think, it again, it comes back to an awareness. And I think it, it also depends on, like, how you, like, it's great to know, like, because I know that I'm just, this is how I am. It's weird because, mm-hmm. like, this, like, organization, like, aspect of me really didn't start coming out until, like, I was in school, I was working, and, like... You had first, to be organized. I had to be organized. And then mm-hmm. I realized, I'm like, wow, I might actually have an issue with, like, how organized I am and how uncomfortable I get when things are out of my control. And that's where I kind of just, like realized this part of myself that I discovered and I'm just like okay I gotta figure out how to work through this version of myself and whatever but like where was I going with this um 
I think there's a difference between someone that is like aware and like still allows other people like if like Dylan, for example, love the kid. He's the complete opposite of me. I'm very organized. Like, let's plan out things. It's going to be 1215 like, and we're going to get yes. there. It's going to be 1230. We're going to eat lunch. It's going to be 1245 and we're going to play a game. Like, I love it. Yes. And he's very like, yeah, like I'm down for whatever. And sometimes that, that works. Con- it works. But it, it works. Sometimes it can create conflict, but he's so easygoing and go with the flow that I'm able to allow him to be himself and just like be the person he is. And he is allowed me to be myself. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to any type of like relationship or interaction. It could be, you know, like your significant other, your best friend, your coworker, your boss, whatever. It's knowing the difference between each other and being like, okay, this is me. I get to choose how I feel if they're not like the same way, if they don't perceive things the same way, that's okay. It's just like, I have to allow them to be who they are. If not, then you're like, you know, that's when people start like leaving you because you're like, you know, no one wants that. Or like, yeah, no one wants that. Also, um, that can go along with like stress management. If you have people in your life that you feel like don't work well with your personality type yeah eventually you just kind of gotta cut it out because like with Lexi I can tell her that we're leaving at 9 45 and she might not even know where we're going but she's like okay I'll be ready and like for me yeah. if somebody told me to be ready at 9 45 and I didn't know where we were going I would need to know where we're going know what to wear know what to bring how long we're we gonna yes. be there when we're gonna get back like I need to know all the details yeah and like, yeah there are those two people work together, like you said, they work well together, but then it also kind of causes some conflict if you reverse the roles. Yeah, honestly, like, like I wonder. Okay, so let's let's twist it a little bit here. What if someone is completely go with the flow, and they have someone in their life that is controlling, like we are, and super organizing, mm-hmm. like we are? What can they do to better the relationship? between them knowing that there is such a difference like that I think that both people would just kind of have to be lenient like you would have to at times like I don't know maybe I wouldn't say schedule things but that makes it like worse that makes it more on the one side than the other side um I know that one thing that's helped a lot in our house with so many different personalities in our house is it was making that chart in the kitchen yeah. because instead of someone, instead of me being a martyr and doing all the housework by myself and yeah. like, I, I never really complained about it, but it was just kind of obvious that it was like stressing me out. And when I'm stressed out, like I can't really answer questions. So I'd be like doing all this housework. People would be asking me how to help. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I actually don't know. Like the things that I yeah. haven't done, you need to do. And they're like, well, I don't know what you haven't done. I'm like, I don't know what I haven't done either. So, like, it never really, like, I could never, like, communicate at the moment. So, like, when I made this chart, it kind of helped because, like, I had checked things off. And then you look at it and you're, like, I know this is, like, a weird, like, analogy. But um, she could look and be, like, oh, okay, well, the dishes weren't done. So, I'm going to do the dishes and check it off. So, it was a lot easier than, I don't know. We should be done it in, like, ten minutes, though. Okay. Sorry. We have Different. now a house, if you guys were not aware, on the internet right now. We have a house full of 
three gift performance people now who all record podcasts and we're all fighting for podcast time. Right now it's our time. Oh, we schedule no. it. Is it like you have to share internet? So like if we're doing a podcast. No, it's today, more like... that we are all right in the same zone. Oh, I see. So like talking and stuff. We just all over talk each other. Also, we're all loud. So when yeah, like two people in our house are talking at the same time. Um, but anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, I have something that I wanted to talk about, which are toxic stress management habits that I have. Um, yes, and maybe you them. have some positive. Um, when I get stressed out, I shop a lot. Oof. It is like this weird, <laughs> bad thing that I do. And it, I'm not one, I'm not really great with money as it is. And two, I'm very emotional. So mm. if I'm stressed out and I need to get out of the house, the only place that I can think about going, like we have the beach and stuff, but I don't like sitting at the beach by myself. I would only want to go with someone else. Um, yeah. but if they are the one who's, I only have like three friends and if all of them are the ones who are causing me stress, like I need to be by myself. Yeah. So I go to the mall and I buy stuff. Nice. And then for that moment, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm happy now. And then I go home and I'm like, ah, oh, my life is still falling apart and I don't know what to do. So it's only like a momentary, um, stress reliever. So that yeah. is a toxic habit that I have that I would love to break. I just do not know how. Um, I know lots of people talk about like walking around your neighborhood and meditating and stuff like that. But when I am stressed out, I cannot turn my brain off. I cannot close my eyes. I cannot breathe. I cannot walk around the neighborhood. I need to be like actively working towards the issue at all times, which is also a toxic habit that I do not know how to break. And I would love anyone's feedback on how to handle that. And lots of people are going to tell me, well, if you can't control it, if it's out of your control, you shouldn't stress out about it. Yeah, but people, we've been over this. Yeah, I'm going to stress about it until I, it is in my control. I'm going to figure out how to yeah, get in yeah. control of it. And then it, it's maybe it'll work out and maybe it won't. But what if it doesn't work out? And then it, my head's just going. So toxic trait yeah. that I have. I don't really know how to do anything about that. I don't want to hear any comments about people saying, well, if it's out of your control, then you can't deal with it. Well, you know I'm going to figure it out. Then I'm just going to stress so, about it until it is in my control. Have you tried journaling? I have. Because when I get super anxious, super overwhelmed, stressed out, even though I like have two calendars now, mm-hmm. two calendars with my schedule and my tasks to do, I still feel like it, they don't leave my head. And then so something will happen and it will like be completely like left field like a assignment comes up that I realized I missed a client needs something like super urgent whatever it is Mm -hmm. yes I've done that plenty of times um and I'm just like oh my gosh like I can't believe like all this is happening I will literally yes I literally I have a journal and whenever I feel like I just have all these thoughts like racing through my mind. I just write them down. Some of them don't even make sense. They don't even have a full sentence. There's no English. The grammar sucks. It's just like I write down whatever I'm pissed at, whatever made me feel a certain way, the situation itself. Even if it's like repeating the same sentence but in different ways of saying it, if that makes sense. Um, No, it does. I've I've noticed that, that that has helped me. And then, you know, maybe I'll, like, calm down. I've done the whole shopping thing. That definitely is one of my go-tos. So I hear you, sister. I know. Um, it's just not It's I not don't healthy for anyone. <laughs> Unless not. you're rich. Yeah, then it um, doesn't matter. 
I think like when I do something similar to journaling, it just becomes a to-do list. Uh, And I think that I like use the same method. I just don't end up writing anything like constructive. I end up doing like, okay, so I missed this. What in the future can I do? So I don't miss this. Like, and then I write like a to-do list of how to stay more organized. And I don't, to me, that's stress relieving. And I don't know if that's like what you get out of journaling as well. Like I'm not necessarily writing down my thoughts. I'm writing down, like, I'm like yelling at myself. I'm like telling okay. myself what I need to do better. That might not be the most positive thing in the world either. Um, I don't know. I also grew up with like, my parents were like really cool, but my dad was like really strict about schedules. And yeah. like, if I missed, we very rarely missed anything. We were never late. We never missed anything. And I think like, if we want to talk about like nurture versus nature type thing, like I'm not late. We are not late. We don't <laughs> late to anything. And like, I don't care if I have to. And like, my dad's also a turtle driver. He drives at like one mile an hour everywhere. So we would leave like yeah. an hour early for everything oh, yeah. because by the time we would get there, we would be like early, but on time. Um, yep. I drive like an asshole and I drive like pedal through the ground, like yeah, that's speed me. everywhere for no reason. And then I get yep. places like 45 minutes early just to sit in my car and stress out about not being late. Like, I'm not late now. I'm sitting in my car. I'm 45 minutes early and I'm going to sit in my car and I'm going to wait because I don't want to be that's, in there too early because that looks weird. That's but so here. funny that you said that because I literally, I'll find myself like speeding for no reason. Like yeah, I'm on time where I have nowhere to go. Literally, mm-hmm. no, I'm just like going home, going to the grocery store. Like no, I just need to get there now. And I'm just like going 90. And it just, like, it doesn't make any sense. I've never even really had, like, strict jobs. And I've never really – I've been, like, late to work. Like, maybe I can count them on my hand the times that I've been late to work. Because I think I have, like, such an anxiety-fueled need to be early. Yeah. Um, because my, my dad always is, like, if you're not early, you're late. And, like, that's, like, been, like, a line in my head for my entire life. And, like – I think that I also have a very bad perception of like time and direction. So it only takes me about 30 minutes to like get to my old job, but I would leave an hour early because like, what if a comet hits the highway and I got to go like down like another road? Like, again, that goes back to like catastrophizing things. Like obviously that would never happen. Right. But I did have like both my tires blow on the interstate ones. And that was one of the times that I was ever late to work. And I like, took a picture of my tires and I like sent it in the group chat. Cause like when I worked with right. the kids, I would have group chats with their parents. And I was like, Hey guys, I promise I'm not late. I'm not late because I like, didn't like know my schedule. I promise I'm late because like all of my tires exploded. And yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's another toxic trait that I have that if like something goes wrong, I feel like I need to justify it through like yeah. every means necessary, which is again, like it's okay to be late. Like even if you did miss your clock or you did miss your alarm, like, this stuff happens as long as it's not like chronic. Um, like I put more stress on myself than other people put on me. Like everyone yep. in that chat was like, Oh, it's okay. Like we're running behind. I hope you're okay. Why don't you worry about getting your tire fixed? I'm sure that there's someone else who can cover your class. I'm like, Nope, I'm walking. I'll be there soon. Like I'm going to ride. <laughs> I'm like the, the tow truck driver is going to drop me off at work. I'll get my car another time. And they're like, this doesn't sound like, like the smartest idea. I'm like, no, it's yeah. good. I, I don't miss work. I'm not going to miss work. I'm here. I'm coming. Don't worry. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> no, like I, I don't know. I get, I, cause Aww. like if I were to miss work, I'm more stressed out 
about missing work than it would be just stressing out to get to work that day. Yeah. I don't know. Um, just a little bit. Wow, Jimmy. Maybe different about things like that. But now that I work from home, like, I just got to wake up. As long as I wake I up, I'm here. <laughs> as long as but I, I wake still, up. But I'll still find a way to stress out about it. Um, we are say coming up on, way. like, the 45-minute mark, though. Um, but yeah. I don't think we've gone through all of this, so we definitely can do a part two about uh, stress and organization. Yeah, and then we already then have we some in that. Some questions from people too. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, oh, I can put that in the group, um, in the Facebook group. What? How do you stress go. manage? Stress management. Okay, that'll be our next oh. Facebook question. And if you guys are part of the Facebook group, it would really help us out if you left any sort of question ever. If you guys want to know, like, what I've my heard. skincare routine is or my hair routine is, I was like. As long as it's something that I can answer a question about, um, I'll answer it. I know Jess will answer it. It's not like there are very few things that I think that we consider that are off topic um, or off limits. We could do like we could like compare skincare routines. Not maybe compare, but just like you say yours, I say mine, and we can list mm-hmm. products that we like and products that were complete ass. Ooh, and I have like um, all these different people that I follow on YouTube that are doctors that make my life better and make make me feel smart about skincare right. and stuff. Look at okay, us, Okay, pretty people. I hope this was more informative than our last one because last one I couldn't even actually formulate a sentence. So I'm glad to be feeling better. I know Jess is glad to be feeling better too. So we are ready for your questions whenever you are ready. Okay, bye. Peace everyone. out, pretty people. <laughs>